The Bite Goes On is up next, but first, check out this other great show on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Destination Eat Drink. Sushi, tempura, and the surprising basements where you can get amazing food. This week, we're in Tokyo, Japan for something called Curry Pan and surprising train station cuisine. I'm Brent Peterson. Download Destination Eat Drink today on the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. The following is a presentation of the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Hi, and welcome to The Bike Goes On, where we talk about all things food. My name is Brian Casey, and I'm here with my friend, Sondra Bernstein. Hi, Brian. How was that for a beginning? I think that was delightful. But now we're talking. Yeah, <laughs> now we're talking. To your all friend right. in Maine, hi. Yes, hi, Megan. We're trying to take your advice. Here we go. This is how I'm going to do you it right here. You shouldn't anything to me. Yeah, Brian's, you're bad. Okay, we are so excited to have Alicia Hirsch. Harshfield. Harshfield. Alicia Harshfield. Right. I should have done that before, but Alicia Harshfield from California Restaurant Association, which is really exciting because you're going to tell us what you do, but there's a lot of things you do for restaurants and a lot of good things, actually, the foundation. And so we can jump right in. Where should we start? I'd like to say hi and thank you so much for having me on your podcast. That this works. is the first yeah. for me. Yeah, yeah no, I love it. Happy to, to chat through what we do and um, and thank you for your incredible support of our foundation and efforts. Um, you know, the way that you believe in youth and cultivating talent and giving back to the community is mm, inspiring. And um, we certainly are grateful to be a beneficiary of that. Oh, no, it's been some, yeah, we've had some fun things. Um, we did, a, I think, a, a grant through mm-hmm. the Sonoma Fig Foundation, and we're doing an event that we'll talk about coming up, which is exciting. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and the grant was supporting um, one of our programs that's been around for about 20 years um, under our foundation. We work with high school students. So it's taking um, what might have been an old-fashioned home economics class and that's turning what it I was upside wondering. down. I was wondering, so you're going into the school. Well, we do in um, more of an enrichment way. The, mm-hmm. the, the school, the California Public High School, offers the course, mm-hmm. and they have an instructor. Sometimes the teacher comes up through industry, and other times they've come through um, a home economics degree, which still okay. exists. And, and in fact, they have a shortage of teachers. Wow. Like th- They need more um, people going into education to teach family consumer sciences is really what it's under. Um, so when a high school in California has a culinary arts program and they um, adopt the foundations of restaurant management um, curriculum, it's a textbook, it's two levels, it's wow. a really thick, heavy, legitimate curriculum. In high school. In high school, and it's covering 25 different subject areas from the very basics like food safety and, and uh, you know, basic food preparation to entrepreneurship, management, um, and really a comprehensive and rigorous um, content. How, how many schools do that in, in the state of California? Well, so for us, if the schools have that particular curriculum, we call them pro start, like professional start. 
and um, and then our foundation comes in to provide the enrichment experiences. And we work with over 140 high schools throughout the state. Wow! wow. So that's you know around 13,500 students that are in this program, and they might start as a freshman and then advance through a pathway if that's what the school offers. Mm-hmm. So meaning each year the coursework becomes progressively more um, comprehensive and then maybe by their senior year they're even doing like production and catering mm-hmm. and maybe they run an on-site cafe and feed faculty. Um, other schools it might be a uh, an elective course that uh-huh. you choose to take for a semester or two. So it really depends. Um, so that's why we as a foundation have to be really sort of nimble and flexible in how we work with right. the schools. And we don't mandate how they teach the course. We just want to come in and offer great S- programming. Yeah. Exactly. Things that'll make it a, more interesting. Well, will you sort of, <clears throat> sorry, will you sort of break down your, your mission statement or your mission for, so that people know, like, what is it is exactly that you guys do? Well, um, so I'm under the foundation banner and our, really our mission is to create and cultivate a thriving, um, workforce for California mm-hmm. when it comes to food service and hospitality. So we look at taking care of uh, the individual and we change lives through restaurants and we do that through scholarships for college and then through our high school programs, and then most recently with emergency grants for restaurant workers when they face a crisis. I saw that, and I was wondering, like, what exactly does that mean? What what sort of are we talking about? Um, family issues, or are we talking about fire, um, like we've had here the last three years, or all of the above? All of the above. Yeah, it's been um, a little over two years that we launched this program, and the the need came about because of. Um, a hit and run accident a few years ago in Sacramento, a cook who had left late after a shift Mm. and was struck by a car. And um, really it was a sort of watching how the restaurant community came around to, you know, pass the hat. Yeah. Basically. We really are the best. Oh, I mean, restaurants are the cornerstone of the community when you think about it and giving. Um, And, and this is how they not only take care of the, their community, but, the family members within their restaurant four walls. And, Mm -hmm. and, and so we realized that we could do something to make that a more, um, stable offering, Mm -hmm. um, for, for, for individuals. So yeah, it's, it's very much so if you are ill, you've been out of work for a period of time, um, certainly in Northern and Southern California over the last couple of years with the natural disasters, um, we, have helped hundreds of people. And, and the people that you help, they don't, their primary where they work, they don't have to be a member. No, absolutely right. not. Yeah. I mean, we certainly on the association side are a member driven organization. Um, on the foundation side, we are philanthropic and under restaurants care, it's really about the individual. Mm-hmm. And so we want to make sure they're taken care of when they are um, facing an unforeseen hardship. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's an application process that's quite simple. Mm-hmm. Um, we, of course, want to verify that all the information's right. true. Um, we usually talk to a manager at the restaurant. We talk to the individual. And then the grant is awarded to the individual. So we're. I think it's a really dignified way mm-hmm. of allowing someone to take care of their greatest need. Yeah. Um, because if it's rent, if it's food, gas so they can get to work, you know, a, a crisis 
can occur and you're out of work and that's a pretty big gap then in a monthly income. Um, but by the time that award comes to you, you may have already paid, mm-hmm. paid the rent, mm-hmm. but the refrigerator is empty and what are you going to do? Or you have a child who's, you know, got to go on a field trip or some activity for school and you have to have the $15 to pay for that. So we don't want, we don't want those kinds of life, um, those things that are necessities and joys of life to, to have to, um, go by the wayside because of a crisis that has occurred. It's It's really really a safety net. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, how long have you guys been around? How is, what was the, uh, um, and, and what was the original intention when it all started? So, um, again, thinking under the, the, the association is well over a hundred years. I think we're one of the oldest as, yeah, mm-hmm. restaurant associations in the country. Um, and, um, we have a rich history in terms of, you know, helping to have a th- thriving restaurant industry in, in California. Mm-hmm. And, um, and then the associ- the foundation f- was uh, founded in 1981. Wow, that's so pretty old too. We'll be celebrating yes. 40 years in 2020. Uh, I'm already thinking wow. about what are we going to do to celebrate <laughs> that big big occasion. Yeah. And we were founded um, with uh, with the, the scholarship program. So I, I believe uh, I've been around for about 10 years, and my understanding is back in uh, you know the early 80s, um, like the Lowry's family. Mm-hmm. Um, and, Lowry's Seasoning. Mm-hmm, and, and Lowry's Prime, Prime Rib Restaurants. Right, in L.A. And, mm-hmm. yeah. and then out of um, Monterey, the Sardine Factory, the Balistrieri and Catino families. So there mm-hmm. were some prominent families in the industry who um, formed endowed scholarships. And that is how we launched our foundation to, mm. to provide scholarships for college. So going to a community college, going to the Culinary Institute of America mm-hmm. or a four-year university for mm-hmm. a California um, student. And our scholarship recipients aren't all traditional, you know, freshmen of college, you know, right. going straight from high school into college. They might be an adult who has um, gone back to school. And it's just a way to help Again, it's that sort of idea that we want to make sure we are um, creating a, a healthy and thriving restaurant industry. And so we believe in education, of course, and mm-hmm. want to make sure someone can go get, pursue their dreams. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So for that scholarship, it doesn't necessarily have to be for a culinary school or for culinary programs at a college. It can be someone who's working in a restaurant but then is going to school at night or during the day and then working it. Well, we want it to be focused. The education piece is focused on something around food service okay. and hospitality. Okay. So it can be an so, event planning, hotel management at right. Cornell, food science at, you know, Purdue. It's, it's Wine. not, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, we do have some students that through their, summer, that have yeah. gone that direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it's going to, um, an accredited university or college. And, you know, it's for students that are full time. They might Mm -hmm. be working in addition, Mm -hmm. but it's, um, taking, you know, the the full load for each semester. Mm -hmm. And, um, and we awarded around, I think we're at 103,000 this current school year to about 39 or so students. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. And some of that is through partnerships. Uh-huh. So um, like um, Guy Fietti, he has an amazing um, Cooking with Kids Foundation. We uh, oversee a found, uh, scholarships under his foundation name. Um, so it's people that are you know generous in the community uh, that that want to also help others pursue their college education. Um, so most of the students, I'd say 
hotel and restaurant management mm-hmm. and, and culinary. A lot of like, I love baking and pastry. You know, they right. have dreams when they first start yeah. and then it sort of can, can shift and evolve. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Cooking is, is <laughs> as we know, it's, it's not easy working in a restaurant. Right. Um, yeah, and pastry has always sounded like fun, but I'm horrible with measuring things, so yeah. I, would, I would never I just make love it. that there are bakeries in yes, town, because exactly. if I'm ever in charge of bringing dessert, it's going to be from someone who knows what they're doing, yeah. not from me. I can maybe yeah. make a cookie or two, but it's not much beyond that. Well, it's then how do you guys skill. do outreach? How do you get, out, get the word out to um, restaurant workers? So for Restaurants Care, it's a lot, it's been word of mouth. I think that's mm-hmm. probably been the most effective way for individuals to learn about the granting program. Um, when we launched in June of 2017 with our first five grants, shortly thereafter were the, fi- the Tubbs Fire up mm-hmm. in Wine Country in Santa Rosa. So that put Restaurants Care on um, the radar of individuals yeah. in a way we hadn't anticipated. The good news is the community also responded in terms of contributions. So we were able to say yes to every grant that came in that was, you know, verified and and only a couple that we actually weren't able to do. So, and we've continued to be able to say yes to people. Um, So we have communication channels through, um, you know, Instagram, which is Mm -hmm. restaurants underscore care. We have our foundation website and our foundation um, CalRest Foundation Instagram account. So, um, and then when we do events, it makes a difference because we spread the word. Mm-hmm. We also do something for your you know, listeners that might be in the industry. We have back of house posters mm-hmm. that are available in English and Spanish, and it's free and downloadable from our website. So you can post that this service and resource is available, mm-hmm. um, and then an individual can submit a request when in need i think so. we've we've guided people to you have, yeah. yeah to go, we we the girl in the fig has a emergency fund that if somebody could come and you know same kind of thing they have a car accident or they were really sick or whatever it doesn't really matter but they can apply to the fund but it's relatively it's five hundred dollars which will help um but then where do you go after that and so we've been able to guide people to go to california cares and that's been awesome i think though people know if you're in like for us, I mean, we've been a member for a while. It's a huge resource. Like, I don't know why every restaurant is not a member. Um, there's so much information that we get, um, reports and data, and sometimes I think even some legal assistance right. on certain things like, is this okay or what should we do? A lot of um, HR things. Um, it's, I think it's invaluable. Yeah. And I mean, in a way, like, I think restaurants get inundated by so many memberships. It's like, I mean, I could tell you where have so many, but it's like, if I have to weigh, if I could pick James Beard Foundation or California Restaurant Association, I have to go to California Restaurant Association. James Beard Foundation is awesome. They do a lot of great stuff, but at the end of the day, California Restaurant Association is going to help me dot my I's, cross my T's, and make sure we're 
doing things right as a business. And so I think companies that are involved with California Restaurant Association also have that information to be able to pass along to their employees. So I think that's where you would see it. Yeah. Or, Or do you work with unions at all? No, not necessarily, but it could be, I mean, if someone works in food service and they're at a hotel or they're, you know, um, at a restaurant that happens to be union labor, they certainly would be eligible for a a grant from the, um, from our restaurants care fund. But to the point about the association and the benefits Mm -hmm. in terms of being a member and why it is so important, um, that we do have a like a legal center and right. if a restaurant um, as a member can qualify for I think it's 15 minutes a month of free legal advice with one of our legal partners mm. that's a huge savings and then we also um, of course have other benefits that are you know discounts on programs and uh, um, from insurance to mm-hmm. em- employers um, workers comp insurance etc but most importantly it's knowledge and information right so that you can be the best restaurant empl- uh, employer possible. Exactly. I mean, we want, we want, um, restaurants to, to do well and to know how uh, to be compliant with the laws and regulations. And the laws change all the mm-hmm. time. Like how are you supposed to keep up? Yes. And that's what we're there for. Yeah. We'll stay on top of it. We'll make sure you have the information yeah. to, to, to do the right thing and to be mm-hmm. a good, um, part of the community and a yeah. good boss and a good employer and all and, that. Um, really good on lobbying for the issues that are restaurant related. I mean, they're the ones that go to Sacramento and are jumping up and down and, you know, trying to fight for a restaurant, you know, my colleagues on, on the association side are very, they're they're, (laughs) driven. They're very driven. They're very smart and they know what they're doing. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just about mitigating any unintended, unintended, consequences, yeah. you know, and a lot of times, um, legislators are well intended and they just don't understand how things affect yeah. uh, businesses. And, uh, you know, the majority of restaurants in California are small business owners. Yeah. So you want to make sure that a, they, they know the rules so they can follow mm-hmm. the rules. Um, mm-hmm. but also, um, make sure that they are protected because they are such an important part of the community and do so much. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, that's that. Those are my those are my friends over yeah, on the, the other side. Yeah, on the, yeah. And the, on the foundation side, then we get to sort of come in and and do all the really fun work. I think because yeah. we get to work with high school kids. Exactly. And we get them excited. Happy. Exactly. Get them excited about our you know working in in food service, and it's such a creative outlet too. When you think about it. it to, to work in hospitality and food service, you can do anything. You can be, you can be a chef, of course, mm-hmm. um, but you could be a marketer. You right. can uh, be in finance. You can be um, an entrepreneur and start a f- business that turns yeah. into a franchise business. I mean, yeah. the, the possibilities are endless, really. And that's what we like to promote and, and expose young people to. And then... Mm-hmm take it a step further for money for college so they can actually do it. I don't know if we're doing the best job we could be doing at our high school, Sonoma Mm -hmm. High School here. Um, It just feels like there are, and maybe this is everywhere, there are just less and less people that are interested in going into the restaurant business as a career, Um, whether they're not, you know, thinking that there are all these possibilities in it. And a lot, some of those jobs are not like if, if it's a chef job, lots, you can be a chef in a lot of different areas, but there's one chef job to every 
500 dishwashing jobs, 1,000 dishwashing jobs, or prep cook jobs, or, you know, how you learn and and how we get the word out to get, you know, people working. We're definitely in a labor crunch right now. Yes, and I think we've seen, there's been studies that show that working when you're young, in high school and, and in college age especially, can set you up for better financial success in the future. Not only the, the skills mm-hmm. that you're learning in terms of you know showing up on time, accountability, right. um, working with um, a team, working under pressure, all of those things are really important. And mm-hmm. we like to encourage the idea of young people getting that first job. Um, so, and in restaurants, right? Because right. restaurants hire and you have a place to start and you can move up and move around right quickly sometimes right um well well now with minimum wage as a business person how can i justify hiring someone for 13.50 or 15 dollars in a lot of communities right mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. that have no experience whatsoever and over someone that has experience. It has really become a problem. Yeah, that is kind of, in my mind, goes back to some of that unintended consequence. Exactly. Is that, you know, youth need to work. And there are some instances where... kids are actually helping to supplement family income. Right. So that job is beyond getting to buy, you know, the fa- their right. favorite tennies right. uh, exactly. you know, or something that, that, that they just want. They that's a luxury in rent. That's yep. right. They're helping out. And so the good news is for, from our perspective is with our pro start program and working with high school students, at least they're getting some skills that we hope will set them apart from the Mm -hmm. average person, their same age when they go out to get the job. And so that when you as an employer are thinking about, okay, who can do the job Mm -hmm. for the, you know, the, the labor costs that they can demonstrate that they're a a worthy bet. So to speak, so to speak. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, and, um, and that they come in with some skills and hopefully they've come in with some food safety training yeah. and maybe even a food handler card and they know what they're doing mm-hmm. um, so that they can jump in and get right, to work. and help. Mm-hmm. The other thing I, I thought, um, which is kind of one of the things I really wanted my foundation to do, was to supplement restaurant owners or managers for labor of... You know, you get a couple people that, you know, maybe they're curious about the restaurant business and, but the owner doesn't have the margin to be able to take an extra person on and to bring them under their wing and to train them in, in, you know, in the restaurant, in day-to-day operations. And a lot of people now, more so now than a couple years ago, really won't do it because of the expense. Mm -hmm. But I thought, and I haven't figured out a way to do it through my foundation, is how could I have a program that you offer restaurants that are accredited, quote unquote, in the ability that they're going to train somebody, that they're going to keep them, that they're going to do the right thing, that they have some check marks to get through. Um, and then they get reimbursed for some of those dollars mm-hmm. that they spent on mm-hmm. this person that wasn't maybe qualified. Or it's an extra person on the staff that they didn't need. But 
I think because we are such a group of giving people, mm-hmm. we want to do this, but there's a point where you're like, okay, profit margin, um, charity, um, community work, you know, it, it gives somewhere, but I thought that would be a good way to do it. I just haven't figured out how to do that. Mm-hmm. Cause I think it would be a lot, you know? Yeah. I'm trying to think, I mean, through apprenticeship, there, right. there are some opportunities there perhaps. Um, and we do partner with the national restaurant association, educational foundation mm. on a, um, they do have an apprenticeship and they're just working on one that's been approved as a cook um, apprenticeship. So they've got manager and now cook is in the works or just approved mm-hmm. somewhere around there. Yeah, that's great. Um, because there, there are ways that I think for some of the, um, on the job, so to speak training, right. and if some you of get the education training that you mm-hmm. can get credit for. Yeah. Um, but we need more of that. I mean, you probably, I, I, from what I hear in Europe and other countries, it's, you know, apprenticeships are, are right. so you have to do that. Um, ingrained in the industry. And yeah. And even in New York, I mean, they're like my niece, she's in fashion. She got an apprenticeship. My nephew was in finance. I didn't have apprenticeships when mm-hmm. I graduated high school or in that time, you know, but now more and more so you get an apprenticeship and then hopefully, you know, you have your foot in the door. Maybe you get a job from it or maybe you got the experience. Mm-hmm. Um, but we have to pay for those. Yeah. I mean, you can't, it's not free. Right. Yeah. So yeah, same internships, right. and apprenticeships, right. they're paid, they're paid opportunities. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why I think with the apprenticeship, there are some ways that you can have some uh, benefits for the training that you're doing right. as well. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's, it's interesting. Some... It's a lot to navigate mm-hmm, right now, mm-hmm. but thank God for you guys. I mean, it's just one, one more, you know, it's another place to help. And I wish yeah. more people knew about it. Yeah. I, well, this helps. Thank you for having yeah. me on to talk <laughs> well, about what we do. I know our million do. listeners. I love it. That's awesome. Well, that's, I'm, yeah. I'm sort of wondering why, Every restaurant wouldn't be involved in some way. It's all money. Really? It's well, how just, much do you, I mean, do you? I don't remember what our membership fee is, but when you have, so like here in Sonoma, we've got the Visitors Bureau, you got the local Chamber of Commerce, you've got, you know, whatever you have to pay to the city. Um, you have all these things, and by the time you, you, it's hard because yeah. you will have to support your local community. If you don't support your visitors bureau, then they're not going to send visitors to you. If you don't support your chamber of commerce, they're not going to recommend you to business to business. And there's all these things. And so for a lot of people, I think people look at CRA as a, like a luxury mm-hmm. where I really think it's a necessity. And I mean, mm-hmm. again, that's, you know, the other side, the foundation side again is really, you know, it is, it's the frosting on the cake yes. because it's from all the hard work and all the stuff they do to be able to come in and to help people, to teach people, you know, to make way for people. It's, it's pretty cool. Yeah. And I, I think, it's sometimes just providing the right opportunity and way for someone to get involved um, so that it makes sense. I mean, we, and, and we try to figure that out 
from uh, from the foundation side is um, a large corporation like a BJ's Restaurants Foundation can write a check and volunteer. Mm-hmm. So then we have to try to figure out, okay, so how do we bring in smaller restaurant companies or individual restaurants to um, when they're they have a desire to do right. something to be able to participate? And we do that through. Um, uh, volunteer service day in October mm. where we match up individuals, um, from the industry, uh, to a high school in their area. And we have a job training program and it's all about how to land a job, be a good employee and be a leader. And they're really practical things for students to know from how to shake a hand to how to show up on time. Mm-hmm. Why is the, you know, why are some of these things important when you show up for an interview? What should mm-hmm. you bring? Mm-hmm. Um, we even talk about when you receive a paycheck, um, this is what you're going to see in terms of deductions. Your, oh, your employer great. is not yeah. stealing from you, right. by the way, these yeah, are some things exactly. you have to pay. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's, th- but those are some of the ways, you know, that it's, that we get, um, more people involved in, in what we do and spread the word mm-hmm. about working in restaurants as well as, um, getting individuals involved. Um, and then the big event we're doing in Napa in April, which Girl in the Fig is participating yeah, it's in. very excited. So it's going to be at Copia. Wait, wait, I don't know about this, so tell me <laughs> well, about this. Well, it is a, get a busy fundraiser. <laughs> I'm so exhausted. <laughs> it's a fundraiser, and it's at Copia for the Culinary Institute, and it is, well, I know what I know, and that is we're going to be there doing the first course, Ad hoc is going to be there doing the middle course. And then Charlie Palmer's steak house or one of his restaurants doing the entree. And then there's a chef from Serpentine in Oakland or San San Francisco, San Francisco doing the dessert course and wines being donated. And, um, Allie Phelps is going to be doing hors d'oeuvres and, um, yeah, it's just very, how do we get to say go to it's this? out of your budget, but if you want to come help well, plate like a thousand dollars ahead or no, something? we're not, not quite that, that bad. It's, it's not steep, quite that but bad. it's not that steep, but it's going to be very well, tell, luxurious. Tell people how, if they want to go, how they can, how they can, um, yeah, get a hold yeah, of some Yeah, they can get it. They can yeah. get it. And is it a one day thing? Is it, it a multiple? It is. It's a, a Friday, April 17th. Mm-hmm. And it's a dinner at, as um, Sandra mentioned, the CIA Copia downtown Napa. And it's called the Grateful Table because we are raising money for our restaurants Heard care emergency fund. Okay. And it's really about the fact that we're grateful for the workers um, and the teams that are a part of making memorable experiences when you go out to a restaurant and making sure they're taken care of through our granting fund. Mm -hmm. So, um, we, we have tickets available on our website, which is, um, calrestfoundation.org under the grateful table, Mm -hmm. calrestfoundation.org. And, um, it's a, it's a, it's going to be an intimate dinner. I think we're, you know, 90, 96 people. I found out today that our capacity could go up to 96 and um, we can squeeze Mm. six more people in. Um, (laughs) but the dinner is going to be delicious. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's just, it's such a, um, we do this dinner down in orange County and we've done it three years in a row. And each time it's been a magical evening where people are so, um, they're just having a wonderful time and they're remembering, uh, why they're there yet mm-hmm. celebrating as right. well. So we're really, I mean, that, that's a great lineup of yeah. restaurants it's and chefs. Kinda, involved. Yeah. It's really crazy. 
and um, hey, really fun. I was going to make a joke and say, I've heard of the girl in the fig, but who are those other people? But, <laughs> right. wow. Oh, thank you. Nice. But yeah, you've well, got a really nice lineup. If you're a foodie, yeah, I definitely recommend it's, I mean, going it's to this event. Sound, the menu sounds really, really delicious. Mm-hmm. And um, I know our course is going to be amazing. Like beet salad yeah, with, with Dungeness crab. Oh, and and being over luxurious. a nap, I'm sure yeah. the wine, you're not going to yeah, be drinking be too much chuck. But yeah. the yeah. other <laughs> event that um, they so graciously invited me to, which it, it turns out I'm not going to do it this year, but we'll get you it's, next year. yeah, we'll try and do it next year. Um, is your kind of like Shark Tank esque? Can you tell us about? This what's yeah. happening? This is our biggest showcase of the ProStart student talent. It's like um, their Super Bowl of culinary, restaurant management, and innovation competitions. So it's um, a competition down in Southern California because we are a statewide foundation. And we've got students that'll come in from as far north as Redding to down south as San Diego and sort of all the way in between, about 250 or so students. And they can uh, compete in three different types of the competition. So they may choose culinary, Mm -hmm. which is like a a top chef cooking competition. Um, They can practice in advance, so they don't have any mystery ingredients. Mm -hmm. But they are being judged on how they properly pack and store their food. Um, If the food is in within the right temperature, temperature range, yeah. mm-hmm. um, you know, all of these really important things that right. if you're going to dine out in a restaurant, you right. want to make sure someone knows exactly. these things. Um, and then they have only one hour and two butane burners to do three courses. So they're doing an entree, a starter they're and a mean. dessert. <laughs> and these aren't like, they're not just saying like, if they're going to make a pasta, they're actually making it from scratch making the pasta. on the floor. They're right. making the pasta, the ravioli, whatever they're is doing. Is it a team? It is. Okay. So yeah. it's not one person having to do everything. No. So it's more like iron chef. Yeah. That could be a good, chef, yeah, probably. right. Yeah. Yes. Right. That's a good people. point. Yeah. They can work. T- and that's, mm-hmm. that's actually a, big piece of the competition right. is how do they work, work. together? Mm-hmm. We're yeah. judging communication right. and all of those things. And, um, the, the culinary, they can have all, all teams across the board. The minimum is two students. Mm-hmm. If you're a two student culinary team, you are hustling. Like you that are. is really <laughs> tough to pull off, but usually a team's about four mm-hmm. and then they can have an alternate. And, um, and, and when they, prepare the entree starter and dessert they have to do two identical plates of each so that when they go into the tasting room to meet the judges there's a display Mm -hmm. and then the judges all respectively taste their courses and you know dessert judges are testing are tasting dessert only for two days Mm -hmm. so we have consistency in terms of evaluation and judging and and then the judges give like their feedback the kids come in and they will be asked things like well how did it go and tell me about your dessert or tell me about this sauce. It looks like it's separated here. What could you have maybe done differently? So it's a really important learning moment. And Mm -hmm. they also are learning maybe how they could have done it differently, but Mm -hmm. how to take constructive feedback. And, and so that's culinary. Uh, then we have management, which is more like shark tank style. You know, how do you judge that one? Okay. That's really fun. It's basically, (laughs) um, the, the students have prepared a business plan for a new restaurant concept and they present it to all the panel of judges with a PowerPoint. So they're being critiqued on their oral presentation. Mm -hmm. Then they go into another room where it's 
set up sort of like an expo and they have rounds of judges that come through and ask them questions, um, from scenarios. So, um, from marketing to the menu development to, um, like, uh, case, uh, situations that might come up in a restaurant mm-hmm. and how would you handle it? So there's a score sheet and a rubric and the judges are sort of looking for comprehensive answers and why mm-hmm. they made, the, basically they're explaining the rationale for the decisions they've made and does their concept match up to the menu that mm-hmm. they've created and how are they going to market it? Mm-hmm. I think it's incredible because these are basically 17, 18 year olds. We have had 15 year olds wow. that have actually won and gone on to nationals to represent wow. California that have come up with like stellar restaurant concepts. That's amazing. Those are the employees I want. That's right. Yeah. Well, that's exactly <laughs> it. Yeah. And we do things at the competition to, to bring restaurant leaders in to see the talent, not only yeah. from the judging side, but we're hosting an executive insights breakfast. So we've got um, like the vice president of Coca-Cola from the Western mm. region. She's a marketing expert and she's going to talk about brand storytelling and success. Oh, that's great. And then our CEO, Jock Condi, will come in and he'll talk about three legislative. Yeah, he's our president and CEO for the association and our side. Oh, that's awesome. He's a dynamic speaker. He is so dynamic. So he'll talk about three things that you need to know from like a legislative perspective. And then we take a tour. So that's one way that you are going back to your earlier Mm -hmm. question. How do we get the word out? We, we try to bring people to see it and feel it. Right. Um, but then also the third, part of the competition yeah okay innovation the third competition yeah so this is also a presentation the students are coming up with an innovation technology solution that's going to improve the restaurant industry wow front of house back of house guest experience so we're trying to get them to think about the future i love that and um and how they are a part of the future and solution versus um, maybe being uh, affected by it. When you hear of things like automation and mm-hmm. you know kiosks and other things right. that might come into the restaurant, well, how do they come up with ideas mm-hmm. that they can be a part of? It's it? very. Do cool. you offhand because that one really intrigues me? Do yeah. you offhand know like a couple of the ones that won in the? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, I believe last year's winner, they created, so you would order on your phone, right? And then and going through a drive through would be a lock box and you would get a code after making your payment to unlock the box and that's where your food would be. So sort of like a, a refrigerated temperature controlled lock box drive through wow. where you would um, have your food ready for you to be picked up. So you don't have to necessarily wow. go into the restaurant. Um, that was one. They have that. At yeah. Caesars. Pizza. Oh, do they really? Oh, Little Caesars. Yeah. Little Caesars. Outside? I don't know where it is, but I, I know Kelly. Kelly, um, she will call. She'll put something in. Yeah. To Caesars, and then she goes and picks it up out yeah. of a box, and it's kept warm. Yeah, I think that, and that might be inside, but I think that okay. they have. This oh, they're like, talking about like, like outside the drive, but not like oh, so like outside it in and out. Yeah, any kind of restaurant. I think they were just trying to. Like yeah. figure out how do you okay, that, mobile I would, order. I would like to be talking to them about why, where that thought. Right? Yeah, <laughs> like okay. Then we had this um, uh, young man who came up with it was very clever, a way to um, kind of a, a dial, so to speak, where you could put in all of your herbs and spices and all and the recipes, and so um, it. You, you would program in, okay, right now I'm going to make X. 
and it would automatically know what measurement to pull from all of the spices and pull, put them into like a little cup for you. So you've preloaded the herbs and spices, right. you pushed in the button and it would dispense the proper measurement of what you need for that recipe. Wow. Right. And one other t- um, student, student group did an app, um, it was inspired by the fact that they had a classmate who had um, a nut allergy oh. and had challenges going to restaurants. So they created an app that had um, a way for restaurants to load their menus um, and feature where um, someone could dine who has specific allergies. They could do a search uh-huh. um, for those restaurants that are yeah. safe for them to eat yeah. at. And a way then also they sort of built in the feedback component too. So you could rate, but it was, it's more complicated right. than that. It was right. just really, but you know, very cool. That's yeah. a smart. No, I really like that one. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Solving yeah. for a, sol- right. a problem that they, you know, for a friend of theirs right. that they know yeah, that's has, cool. has some challenges at times yeah. going out. So I don't know what the and what does do the winner today. get? So um, the winner of culinary and um, management, they receive scholarships. Wow! So first, second, and third place, and then Cal Poly Pomona, their Collins College uh, School of Hospitality Management, mm-hmm. goes up to fifth place, receives scholarships. Wow! Um, and then also for um, innovation, but the big prize for culinary or management first place winners is we take them to Washington D.C to represent California at the National oh Pro Start Invitational. So that's a huge deal. They represent our state. And then, of course, if they do well there, there are additional scholarships that they can win. Oh, my win. goodness. That's and then great. Innovation, because that's unique to California. This is mm-hmm. not a, a competition that they do at nationals. Yeah. Um, we have done things like they get prize packages, you know, maybe like tickets to universal studios or Mm -hmm. six flags or something like that. And then we've taken them to a restaurant headquarters where they've had lunch with this chief information officer Mm -hmm. and toured like the test kitchen and been able to sort of find out about how do you, how, what's the practicality and what are Mm -hmm. restaurants really doing and how do they utilize technology right now? So we, it's a combination, but the big, I mean, the big deal is in, is in May when we go to national pro start competition and we take our California kids and we've won at nationals. We have come back really? victorious from first place to uh, second. Um, and we've even swept nationals. Wow. It's, it's folklore, but I must, you know, tell you it was quite a day. It was back in like, I think 2011. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> but I'm still fond of this memory when um, the one high school actually first time ever. So it was not only was it the same state, but the same high school took first place in culinary and management at this national competition. That's incredible. So, that means the focus in that high school is like, yes, that, that teacher, I think she retired yeah. the next year. She's oh. like, I'm going out on top. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> For sure. Yeah. Um, I know. Is there a way, Sandra, that you can just somehow get the winners funneled to... Well, I think if I committed and went and stayed through the whole thing and judged and did it, then I could have, like, slipped my card, you know, with... Yeah, exactly. But, um... Maybe next year. You know what we need to do? We need to have you come over um, in the fall. We do a boot camp training in preparation for competition over at Greystone at the CIA. Totally. And um, you could come and talk about, you know. I would love that. You've had a successful restaurant for many, many years, but how to develop a restaurant and, you know, all of those things. That would be great. And And do the kids get mentors or just from their their schools? Yeah, some of them do. And, Mm -hmm. and, And that is a 
distinguishable, um, you know, notation for mm-hmm. schools. If they've yeah. had a mentor, you can kind of see right. their menu that they've created as right. a little um, more, I don't know, um, creative or different and, mm-hmm. and that. But yes, they That's do. That's very cool. Um, and for boot camp, when we do that in December over at Greystone Campus for the Culinary Institute of America is usually about 100, 125 students, and they're mostly Northern California. We do have this amazing... Um, uh, two teachers down in Southern California, husband and wife, they're at two different high schools, both teaching culinary, and they will bring their students up to Napa, and they'll come up here for about four or five days. And That's amazing. They will tour. Somehow they get tours of, you know, French laundry. Yeah, the they're garden, they're yeah. going to Hog Island oysters. They're going to Meadowood. That's There's, amazing. Yeah, that is amazing. They're Good really... for them. And we have a... We have a um, a grant from a foundation that adopts those two schools through us that mm-hmm. allows them to not have they can we do the same boot camp in southern mm-hmm. california mm-hmm. but this gives them a chance to come up to napa san francisco right. we got to get them over here to sonoma yeah, to see you definitely um, uh, the girl in the fig is boot camp it is if, boot camp. it is if you ever yeah. want to be a restaurant manager i can tell you firsthand yeah. go work at the girl in the fig we for a year good training everywhere else you go you will you will well, you will feel like you are you have full depth of knowledge of what's going on. So I think I sort of experienced that and witnessed that a little bit today at lunch because before coming over to to talk with you both, I had lunch and had a salad at the bar, and your bartender was coaching one of the staff, and I was watching him, Aww, and it was John. really really cool because uh, he had made a drink, and the server came up to take the drink, you know was going to then take it back to the table to serve it. And, um, he told him, do you you know what's in the drink and described it? And so then the server sort of went in his words, what the cocktail was so Mm -hmm. that he could go back to the table and present it. And, and then I think there was somebody else too, that was maybe training, but it was nice to watch, um, and see that there's that nurturing of talent. They're, they're so wonderful. They're really, I give a lot of kudos to the team because Mm -hmm. they really care about each other. Yeah. They really want to succeed. So that's Thank why you've you. yeah. done so well for yeah. so many years. And people were coming in. The door oh, kept good. opening. <laughs> I don't even know why there's right a door. There. I was liking it. I was like, that was yeah. good. And yeah. it was, I had the arugula salad. Yeah. Um, I was going to do the oh. beet salad because I was thinking, well, that will give me a taste of what oh, might yeah, come. No, it would have been different. It's different. Yeah. And I needed greens and uh-huh. it was perfect yeah, like good. well distributed nuts perfect. throughout the That's whole thing exactly what I perfectly hear. dressed yeah. I, I love a salad that everything's through the whole thing and not like just right on top exactly it was yeah. perfect yeah that's very important to Sandra yeah. that and the fact that there there will be no little brown edges on any lettuce well luckily arugula <laughs> is very dark and you don't see but that that's is right. my biggest pet peeve yeah. is yeah. brown lettuce yeah. you learn you learn Sandra's pet peeves I love yeah. it I, yeah. I'm sort of yeah. I'm picky that way too yeah you have to be we had a couple in last night for dinner at sante at the fairmont that um our regulars at the girl in the fig and they actually donate figs she said she was up to two hundred dollars this year oh that's great (laughs) we have a we have a neighborhood fig program so if they have fig trees in season they can bring us their figs ripe figs good figs we weigh them and give them Pretty much the the amount that it would be at market yeah. in a gift card. 
So then they can come back. And it's the best part of it is that we get varieties that we couldn't get from our purveyors. You know, somebody could have one panache tree or, you know, something that's a different, then we can do little fig flights. Um, But yeah. That's yeah. really cool. My first question, of course, was, okay, so how do you display them when you bring them in? She said, oh, oh. So I, I, I put down something under them, then I put them face up, you know, with the little stem, and Go then ahead. I put one row of face down, and all of them have to be cleaned. I said, I know, I did the same thing. I, uh-huh. I knew when I turned some in that there had, they had to be, <laughs> right. they had to look good. They had to look good. Yeah. That's yeah. so funny. This is my mind was thinking about when my friends bring me a bag of lemons uh-huh, from their tree, exactly. but it's just in a bag. It's, yeah, so I'm like, yeah. oh, this is yeah, smart. They, These people are yeah, thinking. Exactly. They know what they're doing. They yeah. get There's their, a gift card yeah. on the line here. This <laughs> exactly. Is better. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've gotten bags of apples from friends in Sebastopol. Yeah. And you're right. You just get a shopping bag. Yeah, some are go. brown right. and some are got yeah. worms crawling out of them. They don't care. I just want to get rid of them. Yeah. I had some lemons recently and I thought, what am I? I do have all these lemons, so I juiced them and then froze the yes. made, like yes, the big ice cubes. Yes, so now I can awesome! Just it's perfect. An ice cube, and it's really nice. Throw that in a glass of vodka. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> well, I have to say, San Diego water is not the best, so I'm yeah. putting a lot of um, even through my Brita. So I'm uh-huh. using a lot of lemons in my uh. water. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm not uh, shy of a cocktail, so right. I'm, I'm perfectly I like that. Happy that would be that. good for gin and tonics too, like yeah. limes. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, just mm. having that fresh. We juice just ready. played this week with large ice cubes. Mm. Oh well, now that you have the state-of-the-art um, bar refrigeration system. Yeah, no, that's not how that's going. It, did you okay. do square or <laughs> round? We're doing square. Yeah. The round ones are a little challenging. Uh-huh. Um, but we're, we've been playing with square ones. Yeah. I like corners. I like corners on my ice. You like corners on your ice? Okay. (laughs) That will save that for a whole show. That could be a whole show. It could be a whole show. Yeah. My husband looked into like what, what would it take to like rep, let's say, um, an ice machine or sell those. And they were so expensive. Oh yeah. So he was like, that's not practical. Yeah. Yeah. And he was looking no, at making um, a no. career change. Seriously. You know? like, yeah. What what can I do that's entrepreneurial? Yeah. Like be my own gig. Yeah. And he was like, Yeah, that doesn't uh, work. Um just in case there's just a little tip, what we used to do at the four seasons in San Francisco is we would make the large cubes, but then we would make them with Avion and it was an upsell. Oh. Avion oh. large cube. Look at that. <laughs> One of the bartenders <laughs> asked if we were gonna upsell the cubes for an extra dollar. That I don't depends. think we're how doing much, that. How yeah. much? Well, typically what people are putting those in, you're not offering them for a gin and tonic or for, no. you're, you're doing that for a right. single really malt nice or right. Yeah, but we're like actually that. going a step further. Oh mm. boy. Here we go. But I'm not telling until oh. it's out and done. Then I'll tell you. Sounds like I make sure it's finalized. It's a teaser for the next okay. time. Mm-hmm. I can, I'm, I'm picturing like lavender or some sort of herbs being frozen in with the cube or something. I'm not telling. Okay, I think we I might have been close. You know, that she <laughs> Gotta come back. <laughs> She's making a face. That's right. I think That's we're right. on to something. Yeah, I think you're right. <laughs> oh, goodness. Good. Uh, well, yeah. this was so fun. Um, yeah, it's really exciting. If you're a restaurant listening, I think you should really take a look at California Restaurant Association. You can go online and really see what you should be signing up for and supporting the foundation in however you can. Um, I mean, you guys just take money. 
Right? Oh, yes, yeah. of course. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to be a restaurant. Uh-huh. I'm like, huh? wake yeah. up. Yes, oh, yeah, we do. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. We, take we, take. Money. We, 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 need, we need the money. Right. We, we are reliant on donations. Yeah. I mean, that is um, that is the biggest uh, way we, we are able to run our programs is through yeah. contributions from individuals, corporations, foundations. Yeah. So, yeah, we... We say yes. Yeah, well, you're doing good work. It doesn't happen for free. No, it doesn't. And and um, but it's it's fun work, and it's really rewarding yeah. when mm. you see a student. And this happened in um, December when he was like, I wasn't sure what I was going to do, but you know, you guys counseled me because I had this scholarship oh. money, and I, here I am at the Collins College, and I love it. This is the best decision oh. I've ever made. And you know, he's then he comes back and volunteers for one of our uh-huh. events, and oh. he's sees you and he comes running up to give you a big hug, you know, kind of a thing. And That's you're like, awesome. this is why we do this. Yeah. Like it really is yeah. um, changing a life of someone from yeah. the students to the adults um, yeah. that might be having a, a, a hard time. Yeah. It's awesome. Thanks. Yeah. Thanks for believing in us. Oh no, I do. Yeah. And if you want to um, get more information on how to contact you, I believe we'll put it in the show notes, obviously. Um, and you can reach out, either donate, or if you have a child in school like myself, that this sounds like something um, to, if it's not um, uh, being offered, maybe that you can talk to the powers that be in your school, whether it be the principal or people mm-hmm. that are on the board, and see if there's something that can, that can be done. Um, as far as I'm concerned, restaurants, they might be the last thing standing after people order everything online now i swear I we don't go anywhere well but they order food online are, too I yeah just, but it's it's but someone's got to make that food right well yeah. so i actually i mean i'll start it today because i'll follow up i ordered a program online called thistle mm-hmm. so that's going to start in a week so I, we can talk about that mm-hmm. online food meal plans yeah okay cool yeah, yeah. People want an experience, and they want service, yep. yes. and they want yes. Not convenience sometimes. So yeah. restaurants are here to stay, and restaurants yeah. employ a ton of people. Yep. We contribute to the economy of California. Exactly. Super important yes. to California. Yes. yes. Very much yeah. so. Speak from someone who started as a dishwasher. See? That's the... That's the yep. Moved to busser, Journey. then to server, mm-hmm. then cook, mm-hmm. then bartender, then manager, then psalm, then... So, yeah. The whole... Yep. Progression That's and it. speaking yeah. from someone that started at TGI Fridays, That's right. love it. <laughs> and our friend, let's get a shout out to Ian Blessing, who started off at Cheesecake Factory yes, and then became Ian a psalm at the French Psalm Laundry, and, and now is working at Opus, Opus One Winery. One. So, yeah, those are the those are the stepping stories that stones. Have to be told. Yeah. 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 That's why we do what we do with the yep. making sure industry comes into the classroom and restaurant people can come in and talk to students because yeah. they don't they only know what they can see. Right. Right. And we have right. to show that there are options beyond their exactly. wildest dreams. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, if you want to check out some of our past episodes, go to the bite goes on.com. If you want to give us a rating, Sandra, where should they go specifically for the Go for to www.ratethispodcast.com backslash yes. the bike goes on. Yeah, I believe there's some sort of uh, financial reward if you go on there and leave there. <laughs> yeah, That's what Brian, I've heard. I, yeah, Brian, I think it would come out of your wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Just leave your address there. We'll send you a check. We'll send you a cookie. <laughs> well, thank you so much for coming today. We do appreciate it. And yeah. Thanks for all the work you're doing. It's yeah. my pleasure. Thank it's you great. for having thank me you. and for being so supportive. Thank you. All right. We'll look forward to talking to you next week. Thanks, guys. Yeah.